Hello and welcome back to the Bicky Podcast, um, episode six. We are flying through. Um, back again with the original trio for what's this the third time in a row now? Um, yeah, all our special guests have disappeared. Uh, we were due to have one on. We did say at the last uh, episode we were going to do a wedding from the male perspective, wedding planning, but uh, we just couldn't get the special friend uh, tied down. Because he's already tied down by someone else. So we are going to improvise. We are going to do something different. Just the three of us, just the lads chatting, having a bit of fun. Um, and yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll get somewhere with this. Um, as I said, I'm joined by Grievo and Chud. How are we, boys? Good, mate. Good, thanks, mate. Yeah. How are you? How are you? Well, I was going to say, I never get asked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, mate. Thank you very much. How's your week been? It's been pretty good, actually. We got back into the gym properly. Routines all set up. Rugby's really enjoyable. I mean, well, to be fair, at work is like we got a new manager at work, and he's a dickhead. Is um, he above you or alongside you? Or... Above me, so my manager basically. Right. Um, and he's a bit. Uh, he's trying to because he's new. He's obviously trying to put put his stamp on it and trying to put his foot down, mm. make a name for himself, like set the boundaries, and it's just not gone down well. But the other the staff, I actually uh, the staff I manage are absolutely fine. We you know we yeah. all, we all get on really well. We're just going to stick together with you know the things he's trying to do. He's trying to change things that don't need changing. So are you going to fight him? Um. Yeah, I'm keen for a scrap. Yeah. Yeah, that's sort of why I've got into the gym again. It's the only way to do it, really. Just like, just be the dominant lion, I think. Yeah, definitely. Funny you say lion. Sam is wearing his lion's shirt. I am. Nice Nice to see. On the the day of release, I think it's got six days till the squad announcement. So I felt like I need to be connected to the lions this week. Is that this year's or is that just the. This year's. Yeah, oh, it's a new one, is it? That's Sixth of... Oh, this one? Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is last year's, I think. Oh. Or last tours. But yeah, 6th of May, the Lions tour. Uh, Lions squad gets announced. Chuck, so... do you understand what the Lions are? <laughs> yeah, I understand what the Lions are, yeah. <laughs> Go on, then. to the podcast. Go on, then. What are they? They're the own rugby nations, including um, Ireland. Best players out of England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, not Northern Ireland. But I don't know, could they be in it if there was any good enough Northern Irish players? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Northern Ireland and Ireland are the same thing in rugby. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they're just uh, straight out called Ireland. That's nice, that, isn't it? They're sort of like at each other's throat for the rest of life, but then they come together through rugby. Like most people do. It's a beautiful sport. Yeah. It is, definitely. Um, where is the tour this year, Chad? It was due to be South Africa, I think. Mm-hmm. Are you looking at me? You're looking at me like... It still uh, is. I, I, last I heard, um, they'd called off South Africa and they were looking for a new place. Um, but I'm guessing not, right? No, I'm pretty sure it's staying in South Africa. Cool. Certainly um, is, yeah. We won't be able to have any... Uh, foreign fans, or obviously the actual Lions fans, but they'll have South Africans. It, sounds, it seems like, yeah, that seems the way it's going. 
Um, yeah, how, how have your weeks gone? My my week's been good, actually. As you know, I, I went back to work um, a couple of weeks back. First week in, following that was struggle. I was tired all the time. My feet were hurting. Um, but as the weeks go on, I feel better. I feel like I can get more work fit. And I actually feel like really good after it. Like I've actually achieved something in the day. So come this time, I'm, I'm buzzing. Grievo? Um, yeah, my week's been okay. I don't know about anyone else, but I just don't like Tuesdays. There's something about a Tuesday I just can't stand. Uh, most people don't like Mondays. But I don't mind a Monday because, you know, you go back into work, see people not seen for a couple of days and you feel refreshed. But a Tuesday is just your body realises you've got a whole week of work. There's nothing, there's nothing, no good TV on a, on a Tuesday. Nothing to look forward to on a Tuesday. You're, you're um, completely right, aren't they? Tuesdays are rubbish. They're, they're the worst. Like Wednesday's middle of the week. So you're going, oh, I've, I've done the, the hardest bit. Good days to come. Thursday, you're always going, God, tomorrow's Friday. Then you've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday, good thing about Monday, you can have bank holiday on a Monday. So it, yeah. sometimes it's Sunday. Never have well, bank holiday Tuesday. There's an excuse to be lazy as well on a Monday, isn't there? Yeah. Like, oh, it's just Monday yeah. blues. Monday yeah. vibes. Exactly. Whereas Tuesday, you expect it to be top notch. And yeah, I don't know. Just don't like a Tuesday. What's but... your favourite day of the week, Grievo? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I quite like a Sunday. Personally. I love a Sunday too. Yeah, I love a Sunday. I I like I enjoy a Saturday. Oh, party Sport, boy! Sports on me, you know. Sports on Sunday as well, but the bulk of sports on a Saturday. So if, I, if I'm off at work, then it's nice to just watch it. Or when it comes to September time, play it, which would be nice. Very true. Cool. Yeah, and I do like Tuesday purely because I have rugby training, but that's more that I like rugby training. I agree. Yeah. Tuesday as a day is shit. Yeah, and, and we um we record on a Tuesday, so that makes Tuesdays slightly more bearable. Yeah, seems to be that, to you boys. That, that seems to be the pattern uh, so far. Mm. It's been really nice on a Tuesday coming home, um, knowing that I've got this. Yeah, that's all I was thinking about today. I, I had a proper Tuesday, Tuesday, uh, but I thought you know later on grab the pod. So chin up. It's a good job we're doing it on the on the Tuesday, really, for for you being that. Your hatred for Tuesdays. Yeah, it's a women for me. Yeah, we're going to make Tuesday the new Sunday. Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this week, as I said, we are improvising. We're just going to do sort of an extension of our uh, introductory episode that we did when we first created this pod. Um, and, And just give you, the listeners, a chance to get to know us a bit more, a bit more, a bit more personally. Um, that's the plan. But firstly, we're going to go with our new little introductory state segment. Um, and it's the Keeping Up With Current Affairs segment. We'll work on that. We'll work on the title. <laughs> uh, hopefully get a jingle at some point in the future. But uh, yeah, anyone got anything that's been going on in, in the world that they'd like to talk about? I think the biggest news story of the week or the last couple of weeks has been uh, the battle for the caterpillar. Uh, it's been, it's uh, been doing yeah. the doing the rounds on the socials. Um, M and S and Colin, they've just been throwing all the punches, and um, 
Audi, amongst others, they've had none of it. Gone after little Cuthbert, haven't they? They have. They have, and he's done nothing wrong, really. No. None of them have. I mean, I swear everyone's had some form of a caterpillar for as long as I've known. Yeah. Do you, do you think this is a bit of a sign of weakness from MS? They're struggling. Potential. So, yeah. They're sort of being the bully, trying to assert their dominance again, but actually they know that they're they're losing out on their own market. Well they you know, they've listened obviously to our meal deal pod and we didn't mention them at all really. No, we didn't really give them the time of day, did did we? Yeah, so they have literally got to step up their game in all aspects. Um they are a pricier uh, supermarket, not the most expensive, but they're trying to be that level, like a Waitrose level, but they're not Waitrose. Yeah. And they just don't, they're not cheap enough to be a, a Tesco or a Sainsbury's, and they're obviously not cheap enough to be Little and Aldi, they're like the OG. So they're just, they've just got nothing going for them, I don't think. No. Although, um, so we obviously talked about meal deals last week. Um, I, I went into MS actually just to have a bit of grub and I I had a lovely um potato salad from there. So your little side snacks, you maybe don't want a meal deal, but your little side snacks, bloody lovely. I've never 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 been to MS really for food. I see it as uh your your elderly lady's clothes shop. Yeah. Yeah. My nan loved it. <laughs> I like an M&S. It's just perfectly chilled. It's never too hot. It's never too cold. You walk in, you just feel refreshed. <laughs> so I, I do enjoy an M&S. <laughs> so the temperature of M&S is your selling point. <laughs> yeah. A- anyone out there can prove you wrong. Please do. Email in. But I'm telling you now, M&S is the most perfectly chilled supermarket out there. What's the coldest <laughs> and hottest then? Sorry? What's the coldest and hottest then? Oh, that's a great question. I think obviously Iceland's probably the coldest. Yeah, oh, I was going there. I was going there. <laughs> Beat me to it. I do think that there's an issue with Tesco's and their frozen aisle are always too cold. Like I know it's frozen, yeah. but come on, we don't have to be frozen as well. It is too cold in there. Yeah. Um, what else? It was too hot. Um, and Aldi is quite hot. There's lots of people in there, yeah. Um, yeah. especially mingling around that special uh, aisle. Yeah, it's too, it's too wide and Aldi. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, back to the caterpillars then. Yeah, you, sorry. You have uh, in your person right now an MS Colin the Caterpillar. Yeah, I managed to inquire, inquire, acquire a Colin. Um, purely for this pod, uh, I don't agree with what MS are trying to do or what Colin stands for. But I thought um for the good of the pods and you know to get a, a non biased opinion on Colin, I thought I'd have to try him. So yeah. I mean we've just completely slagged off MS. So we're taking <laughs> Colin as separate. It's, it's, it, it, Colin does not represent MS. Colin represents caterpillar cakes. This is correct. Um what I, I can think... say initially he's got very advertising packaging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just three words, Colin the Caterpillar, all in different fonts and colours, which instantly draws me in. Um, it does, but does it appeal to the autistic market? Um, potentially not, no. That's, that's a downside. But it has got quite a nice window in 
Um, you can see Colin. You know what you're getting with Colin. You can yeah. see you, you can see enough of Colin. You can't see all of Colin, so it leaves a little bit to the imagination. But you can see enough to see the the quality of product. Do you, um, um, the thing about Colin is that because he is the OG, no matter what supermarket you go to and what cat pillar you get, you're probably still going to call it Colin, aren't you? Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to crack him open. I think, yeah, um, yeah, okay. He, visually good on the eyes. Um, I would do a smell test, but I, I'm still struggling with the COVID. Um, Post-COVID, long COVID. So I've still not got my smell back. Opens wonderfully, must be said. That was quite easy. (laughs) That was quite easy. Slides out like an absolute dream. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Absolute dream. Initial thoughts. Um, Lovely little tongue. I've not noticed a little tongue. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's nice. I'm showing the boys for reference. Uh, You can't see, but it's a lovely little pink tongue. I would have appreciated some pupils, maybe. Yeah, that freaks me out a bit. It's a bit Coraline. Have you seen that film? Yeah. Yeah. A bit Coraline. But he has got lovely little boots on, which is nice. I'm drawn to the boots, actually, the way I can see it. I want to eat those boots. Not scientifically accurate, because then you've got six feet. Uh, So Mark's Mm. lost for that. So I'm assuming it's a milk chocolate body, white chocolate face and boots. Uh, Just from the colours, I'm just guessing. Yes, I believe so. Um... Something that is very appealing, and I do appreciate the pattern uh, on the top of him. He's got, on one section, three Smarties, and the next section, two. And that pattern continues. So it goes three, two, three, two, three, two, which I like. I like a consistent caterpillar. And yeah. Yeah. ticks all the boxes. Yeah. So, yeah, on the eyes, overall, very promising. I've got a knife of a sheath. Oh, I've got a little sheep knife. That is, yeah, I like that. Um, where did I get this from? Uh, Coon Rickon, if you know, you know, Swiss design for <laughs> a Swiss roll. You always say, and you know, you know, but I never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just don't know, then, do you? Must be said that your description of that knife tickles me. In cases <laughs> I don't like to be tickled. I do mm. like to be tickled, sorry. Um, going to more description, it's got avocados on the blade. So, you know I live with a woman. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to... Should I go for sort of like the neck region, the body, or the tail? <clears throat> oh, straight I, down the middle, I think. If, I, if it was me, yeah. I'd go straight for the juggler, take his head off. Take his uh, head off. And then you don't really feel bad eating the rest of them. That's a very fair point. Okay, I'm going to go... Just slightly in front of his front feet. If if you were right, yeah, to cut that caterpillar in half, he would have two mates. <laughs> Don't start this again, bloody hell! I'm never going to live this down. Not at all. No. <laughs> For reference, um, uh, at university once, Chug came out of a, an absolute gem of a line uh, and said that if a worm was cut in half, he'd have two mates. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. But we digress. The, the cut <laughs> was flawless, must be said. Yeah. Um, it has revealed a, um, like a swirly sort of innards, as you can see. Yeah. Uh, a darker chocolate sauce compared to the uh, lighter sponge that is encased but, by chocolate. Do you show us that again, Grievo? There you are. 
Okay. You can see that there. Um, I've I've got his face. I don't want to just rip his face. I'm gonna rip his face off. <laughs> that was for Cuthbert. <laughs> uh, I'll leave his face for later because I'm sadistic. All right. Okay. They can watch you as you cut him. I'm going to. <laughs> Have a look at this. This is what you've done. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to pop, pop this into my mouth just quickly. It's only ball here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got the reference. I was I struggling to swallow. We, we planned uh, this, what we were going to talk about um, in this section. And I've been wanting to make that olive oil joke all day. And I'm thinking, <laughs> please get it. Do you have TikTok? Do you see, have you seen it? Um, yes. Good ding yes. dang do. What is it? <laughs> it's olive oil here. Go on, olive oil. How does it taste? Um, this is not a Colin thing. It's more of a meat. I have quite a dry mouth. So it's quite difficult to swallow. <laughs> but it was very soft. Very moist, which is a, it, you need a moist caterpillar. Yeah, I've gone back for seconds, um, which is a sign of a good chocky. Um, overall, if I was nine years old planning my school disco, I would be buzzing, and I'm equally as buzzing as a 26 year old. Um, I, 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 I might be snacking throughout the rest of this pod <laughs> on the remains of this decapitated caterpillar. Um, I've not actually had a, a go at the feet. I'll have a go at that. There's just pure white chocolate at the feet. Those, those boots look good, actually. Yeah, there's the boot for reference. Mm. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, no. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. Oh. If you, if you the heard crunch. the crunch, you know it's good. I, I heard, heard the crunch. Hear the crunch. Please. Yeah. I'm, yes, that was good. Yes. The, the boots were the best thing about Colin for me. Yeah. So I do enjoy a bit, a good bit of white chocolate. I can't lie. See, right for um, for Ridley's birthday, mm. I bought a, a curly. Oh, Tesco's Tesco's curly. Tesco's yeah. curly. And that's probably where the downfall is. Like as you as you know, I like those boots. Curly's got more shoes. I'd yeah. say mm. oh, it's still white chocolate, but it's more of a shoe. So there's not as much. Um, chocolate there. Um, one thing that I do think that Curly has on Cuthbert, he's got an orange face. Yeah, he's got eyes as well, like actual eyeballs. So uh, is, it, is it chocolate orange? No, it's no. more of like a like an icing. I think. Oh right, that's um, all right. I don't, I don't really like chocolate orange anyway, so that would have that would have made him um, go down in my information, but he hasn't. So that's good. I like a, I do like a white chocolate. So I think I would have preferred Colin on that front. Um, but Curly's colours are good, very good indeed. So are we, if you know, we, if we get dragged into the the law battle that's going on between uh, Colin Curly Cuffer and the rest, I think it's over now. I think is it is it settled? Yeah, yeah I would. Cuff- I will say I didn't notice this before, but I'll show you for for reference again. Um, he's got a phenomenal booty on him. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! A cracking bunda, if you know, you know. Oh. Um, <laughs> so that is a positive. It it does look like he's trying to produce something, which he oh. means should be. Oh, he's got a white chocolate button on the end. That's he's turtling. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I overall, 
Colin. I think it's the full package, an eight point seven for me. Is it? Yeah, I it fully is. appreciate the uh, the knife in his back. Uh, yeah, because that's what he's done to all the other caterpillars yeah. on the market. He yeah. stabs them in the back, <laughs> and um, he, he he doesn't care. <laughs> I just I just love these podcasts. I just I just do. Um. <laughs> I'm buzzing for Halloween when we because um, Colin's got there's like a scary Colin. There's like they that's the thing with MS. They do a festive Colin, don't they? Season um, Colin. Yeah, mm. so we can try the different festive Collins. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'm keen to buy just a chocolate log and create our own Collins. Oh, self-design. Mm. Maybe maybe we need like a um a female. We need to bring a female and a baby. Festive, yeah. Mm. Mm. What what would you what would you call your your caterpillar? Um are we going to see that? They seem to be the whole alliteration with the C, C yeah. and C. I'm not sure if I if I carry on down that route. I, I might go a bit out there and change it. Okay. <laughs> Shower in the caterpillar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Funny you should say Sharon because the, the the people who live opposite us, she's called Sharon, and her husband is called Conrad, which could be a caterpillar. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, thinking of Sharon, um, I think of the sort of people that would get involved in this sort of uh, battle and would complain to the manager. <laughs> um, keeping on the whole k k theme, but not the CC theme. Karen the caterpillar. Yeah. Oh yeah. Karen the caterpillar. Yeah. And it would have like the white chocolate would be like spiky hair. Yes. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And there'll um, be some bootleg jeans designs <laughs> on the yeah. back of her. Yeah, hundred percent. One one side of it hasn't got the smarties on to rep on the on the <laughs> on the right hand side. The undercut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So I'm gonna create a car on the caterpillar one day. Um absolutely <laughs> buzzing for that. Um so we appreciate Colin then. We we are with the OG um, yeah, I think if you go, if you look past his morals, um, yeah. he's a solid eight point seven. As I said, um, I would have to try the others to see. It, it does just leave a bad taste in my mouth. Uh, the whole saga. Yeah, it's but, it's very similar to the Super League, isn't it? Really, like we really can't is. we can't exactly blame um, Colin himself, but no. the owners. They they tried to they've tried to break away and do do their own thing and be the OG, haven't they? But um, greed is a common trait in caterpillars, as we've all read the book, the hungry yeah. hungry caterpillar. He was That's very right. greedy. Yeah, he was a very very greedy boy. That's yeah. a very good point. I think actually summed yeah. it up fantastically. I think that's where we'll leave that uh, a little section <laughs> there. Um, <laughs> what else is going on in the world? Uh, Nothing's been going on that we can talk about, but you mentioned earlier about you were watching Shrek 2, Grievo. I was watching Shrek 2, yeah. And you, you liked it. You, you thought it was really underrated. Yeah, my, my thought has always been the original is the, is the best. Yeah. Referring back to Colin. Um, 
But since watching Shrek 2, I've seen it before, but sort of as a child, uh, there's a lot you miss as a child. As a child. Yeah. Um, like a particular thing that tickled me this time round, which I didn't notice before, was there was a poster of Justin Timberlake on the top of Fiona's bed and it said, Sir Justin. And that tickled me. I, I, didn't, I didn't see it in the first time. Um, so, yeah, I think all the pop culture references and just a, it's a good sing song, isn't it? Trek 2. I need a hero! How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed Shrek too. Um, bit that tickles me in that one is when they first meet Puss in Boots, and uh, Puss in Boots. No, Donkey is trying to kick Puss in Boots, and he clocks Shrek in the gentleman's area. Yes, and it's just a, obviously you don't know you don't really understand it as a kid the lines the, the words you just watch the action. But yeah, watching it again as an adult, it's when he goes, "Did I get him?" And he's like, "No, no, did I miss him?" He's like, "No, you got them." Uh, yeah, that's very, very funny. It <laughs> was good. Another one which I laughed at was when they pretended to be from the Union in the warehouse. <laughs> yeah. and when he pulled his belt out, like... Yeah, and he says, um, we don't even have dental. And as an adult, I can appreciate that. It should be everyone's contract. <laughs> I appreciate when he just turns the... um, Whatever it's called. The speaker thing. around, yeah. yeah. <laughs> little, um, little fact for you. Um, the Shrek trilogy. Well, there's more now, actually. How many Shreks are there? There's four with a fifth coming, and wow. a Christmas special, and the Christmas special, and I think there's a Halloween special. Um, yeah, that that's Rodney's favorite film, Rodney the Dog. Oh, I appreciate yeah. that. Doesn't really watch TV. Stick on Shrek, and he loves it. Cross species. Quality. That's that's yeah. quality writing. That is. Yeah. It well, that brings a close to catching up with current affairs segment. We need a jungle now. We need to work on that name. That name is terrible. <laughs> on to this week's episode, then. Um, as I said, we are going to just give you, you listeners a chance to get to know us on a more personal level. Um, starting with, as as we said at the start, we asked Trevor how we were, and we all talked about work, but no one actually knows what we do for work. <laughs> so, yeah, what do we all do for work? Who would like to kick off? I rate chocolate caterpillars for a living. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fair, a... The way you described it, uh, it was very, very good. And I think Seasoned pro. You know, a future in food taste thing. Thank you. I feel like I should be that bloke off Ratatouille, the little critic. I reckon that's, that's, that's oh, my yeah. future. Um <laughs> No, I, I, I do something really interesting and uh, create customs documents for exports and imports. You sell them by fish. Yes. Well, that, that, <laughs> no, right, no. Let's get this straight right now on the pod. Um, it's funny to say that there's, there's no fish involved. I wish there were. Um, but fish is quite difficult to import and export, so we don't bother doing it. Who but... started the whole fish, fish thing? Is it Bruce? Yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, you couldn't be bothered to to listen to you talk about imports and exports, so you just sell fish because you work <laughs> on a dock, don't you? Yeah, our office used to be on the docks. Yeah, mm. so it just made sense. <laughs> Do you? In, how long have you been doing that? Uh three years, I think. Is it something you enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, I, I like the people I work with, but I mean, the job I can take or leave, really. What's the um? What's the end goal with the job? Getting Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's everyone's prize piece. Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I watched Seaspiracy yesterday, so um, yeah, I I hate you guys at the moment after seeing all the bloody. <laughs> bloody dolphins you, you killed Sam <laughs> you guys <laughs> <laughs> literally it couldn't be any further away from like fish <laughs> I exported loads of cat litter yesterday that's not to do with fish yeah probably killing dolphins while you're doing it though aren't you yeah mate <laughs> <laughs> um, Chuck what do you do I'm a fisherman <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. Um, so full time, um, I'm a. My title is bar manager. Um, I work in All right. a. All right, bar manager. <laughs> um, I work in a picture and piano. Um, Good pub. Great pub. Yeah, there's there's one in Taunton. There's one in Bristol. There's one in Richmond. Yeah, they're all about the place. Rich what? Um, what? Rich what? Rich moon. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're all about the place. Um, it, it sort of pil- pays the bills for me. Um, and it allows me to do what I sort of um, very much enjoy doing in the sort of career path, which I'd like to eventually follow, and that's um, scouting in football. So I do that on Saturday and Sundays, Saturday morning and Sundays. Work for um, the League Two Football Club. Um and yeah, that that's what I want to do full time eventually. But at the moment, pitch and piano is paying the bills nicely. You've done quite a lot of bar work, haven't you, over the years? Yeah, I've I've been in quite a few bars. Um, cozy club. I was in cozy club for a bit. Now jump ship over to pitch and piano. Um, I worked at Somerset Cricket Club. Uh, worked in a country pub. Uh, worked in a few when we we're at Uni in Plymouth. Yeah. In the roundabout. It was a good one roundabout, wasn't it? Yeah, nice little solid that. Pound uh, pint. Yeah, worked in the Tamar. Bit more of a rough football pub that one. So I've had, I've had experience all round. You worked at any festivals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you boys know this. <laughs> good, <laughs> nice. Have you worked at a festival? Mate? <laughs> oh, I have, mate. Have you? <laughs> oh yeah, I have. Well, yeah. They were good times, didn't they? We, yeah. we all did board masters together. Great times. What was that? Two, two thousand and fourteen, eh? Fifteen, sir. Yeah. What do you boys remember from that? Oof. Uh, I remember Percy getting incredibly sunburned. <laughs> do you remember that? He was in the late shift. I think he was starting like 4pm. So you were sunbathing in your, uh, in your tent with your legs out. Yep. Fell asleep. Yeah. Um, you, you, mate, I've never seen such a, <laughs> such a glowing human being. Yeah, the trouble is I don't take a British sun seriously. I don't see it the same as foreign sun. You always get the best hands, though, don't you, from British sun? If if you manage it well yeah. and you actually do get the sun, then get a good old tan. Yeah, because it's not too hot. Like, foreign countries are just too hot, aren't they? Sometimes. It's hot. might be too hot. <laughs> it might be. Um, yeah, I, I remember... I went to the... Oh, I was in the main tent for one of the shifts. Uh, what we act were, did we you were, see? We were on that little tent at the back... And yes. then they grabbed a few of us from there to take us to the main tent. And I think 
Who was playing? I can't remember. It was, it was a rapper. It Snoop Dogg that year. I don't think so. No. Oh, I can't remember now, but it was that was quite cool actually. To be fair, because it was a time of night as well. Because he was like the headline act. No one was really getting drinks. Yeah. So we were just able to just stand there and actually, you know, watch the, watch the performance and not really do much. It was quite cool. Quite lucky, really. It was oh, good, yeah. I recommend working in bars and festivals. I don't know if you were on the same bar as me, Chuck, but do you remember when those group of lads uh, was like, oh, do you want fancy playing like a game of table tennis? And it was uh-huh. quiet. So I was there like, yeah, sure, no worries. I'll, I'll, I'll play you. Played in Father 20 minutes. Good, good, good group of lads. And then I got moved to the main stage the day after, and they walked out on stage. And I was like, it, it was Sunset Suns. Yeah, my favourite band at the time. So I was so jealous of you. <laughs> yeah, Playing ping pong with those boys. I have no idea who they are, but terrible at ping pong. Terrible. Seen them a couple times now, and uh, I still I still think about that. Sometimes I I tell other people that story as if it was me, and then <laughs> walk away from the story and just like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't tell you any of their songs, but yeah, good good chaps. Yeah, it was a good weekend. That, to be fair, rather enjoyable. It would be cool to do it again. I think. Yeah, definitely. Percy, when you're not joining us on bars, what uh, what are you doing? I am a support worker. I work with people with autism and learning disabilities. Uh, like you, my official title is team leader, so I also run the team. Uh, they're my team. I do what I say. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually nothing I thought I'd ever do. Um, did I think I said on a mental health pod, I had always wanted to be a teacher. That was the goal, the original goal. That's why I went to uni. Obviously, you know, as we said on a mental health pod, I wish I hadn't gone that path, just gone to uni to enjoy it. But yeah, I, I sort of Fell into it accidentally after losing out on teaching and trying to find somewhere. And I've absolutely loved it since. Um, and being that I've got that degree and that sort of motivation, I knew I was going to sort of try and work my way up the ladder anyway. So I've been team leader for about a year and a half now. Um, and it just added another sort of an extra level to it, really, because the job itself is very, very easy, just a basic support worker job. Not basic, because I love my staff and they're not basic. I'm not saying it's like lower than me, but um, that job is just really quite easy to do and I want much to do. So adding the teenager in means I get to do the good stuff and then add, add a bit of stress in, because I think stress is good in small amounts. So it's nice to do that. Um, What's really the most know? rewarding element of the job, Percy? Uh, when, you, when you do something new with the people you're supporting, because the people I support... They're all sort of seventies, eighties. So they then they come from what used to be the they would be seen as like different and, and you know, freaks. They they came from like the hospitals where they'd all just get chucked in and treated like shit. So you can tell that when you when you're looking after them or supporting them, there's a lot of fear around a lot of things you do. Um, I'm not scared of you personally, just they're scared of their because of their history. So when you do actually get in, get through to them and then they're not scared of something, that's quite rewarding. Knowing where they've come from and the fact that you've now given them a bit of freedom and a bit of happiness in their life, that's quite cool, to be fair. Yeah, I'd like to say on record, Percy, like, yeah, I know it's just a job, but what you do is incredibly commendable. Um, yeah, it's amazing. I, I just, you know, catch fish. 
<laughs> not downscaling Chad's job, but he just pulls tights. On a Saturday, if that, if You're welcome. To go by. You're welcome for the fishies. <laughs> but yeah, cracking job you're doing, mate. You, yeah. you say you say about sort of the um, the your staff. The, the job is quite easy, but I don't think it's easy at all. It it really takes a certain uh, type of person and resilience to be able to to do that job. Like yeah, in terms know. of you saying to do something, it it might not be hard. It might be just clean, but like I I don't think I'll be able to do it personally. No, I mean there's a lot of you know feces and sick involved. I hate dealing with sick. That's the worst. Is that just mm. staff party? <laughs> oh! <Christmas>. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I hate hate sick. Always have, but I'm not saying I like poo, but I find that easier than sick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you scoop it or doggy bag it? Um, just mop it. Just mop the poo. Does <laughs> 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 it not roll and just make more mess? No, no we sort yeah, doggy bag it usually. No, okay. just bin bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love where this pod's going. I say my Colin Catford is going down a treat now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Right. Um. Yeah. Uh, I suppose the I don't really know what the goal is now with my job. I could go up again to what's called locality manager, but then that's that takes away from the actual support worker role, and you're just sort of sat at home or sat in your office doing all the paperwork and, and dealing with CQC who who regulate care homes and all that. So I don't ever want to do that. Definitely not yet. I've got, obviously I'm only 26. I've got plenty of time if I do want to do that eventually. Just enjoy doing what you're doing for a bit. Yeah, I think that's the plan. Definitely. Have you got any aspirations? Job-wise? Have I? But yeah, both of you. You start with you, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, I've been applying for a lot of jobs in football. Um, some in rugby, um, mainly performance analyst jobs. Um, I'm sort of ready mentally to get out of the bar industry, um, <clears throat> and I've got I've got experience in in my field. But what I'm finding at the moment is that I haven't a, a few applications have come back to me and said that we need more recent experience, and it's like well, we've been in COVID. Like what? Yeah what what can you do so yeah it's been hard at the moment but i'm confident something will come up at some point um and in the meantime i'm going to try and set up my own business um doing all the sports performance analysis and try and do it for myself i think yeah, Which, I've, thought, I've, yeah I've always found um i said to you before what you do is really really interesting um and it's the it's, it's funny because out of all us uni boys there's only really two of us that are actually using our specific degree that we got, and you're off, you're one of them. Bruce mm-hmm. is the other one. He did do physiotherapy. Now he now has does his physio stuff. But yeah, it's quite cool that you're actually using your degree. Um, and we all because you we all like to offer and help here and there, don't we? Of your uh, your organisations, <laughs> more of that side of things. Yeah, it's 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 been tough. Like like I say, like I wanted to set up my own business, but I've always been, I've always sort of relied on pressure from other people um, to get stuff done. So actually going out and doing something myself, I've only got myself to put pressure on myself. So um, it's been quite hard to 
to set myself goals and and actually get on and do it. Yeah, um, I've never I've never thought about being self-employed. I know again, like you, I like I like even though manager, my new manager's a dick. I like having someone above me, like putting that pressure. Like you've got to do this. Whereas if you're self-employed, it's like you're a boss, and motivating yourself is quite hard sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Sam, goals. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind using my degree at some point. Yeah. Um, still got an interest in that. Um, I did sports journalism and media, so it, it's quite it was quite a broad uh, degree in terms of I could probably go into any sort of media role as like from print to online to behind the camera and all that sort of jazz. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I think my main dream job I sort of growing up was probably a commentator. Just um and then I, I enjoyed writing uh throughout uni and then into my final year I really enjoyed being behind the camera and having ideas and seeing them sort of come out and then producing a package and saying this is my idea and seeing it all the way through until we've got something. So I suppose I've always enjoyed seeing or watching sport and reliving that story, I suppose. So if I get an opportunity to write for someone or, you know, anything involved in sport, that's my main passion. So if I was able to get into that industry and then be able to tell the story of sport, then that, that'd be really cool. That's, um, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, you said about um, sort of your dream jobs. Yeah. Uh, Sam, you said commentator. Mm-hmm. Was that when you were a kid? Was that your dream job when you were a kid? Um, sort of. Yeah, I've had a few. Um, in my sort of teenage years, I did actually want to be a physio, um, but then I just realised I was never going to get the grades for it. And then I met Bruce before anyone would do it, so <laughs> that that drinks back on. Um, and yeah, I, th- I suppose the more I got into sport. And the more I realised that a career in sport wasn't going to happen, I sort of looked at areas where I could still be involved in. Yeah, co- commentary was one of those. I, I don't know whether um, I'm I'm there yet with, with commentary. I, I've definitely not done enough of it. Um, but yeah, if, if I can get an opportunity to do something, even if it's just like local, just to sort of start up and do something. But then there's nothing on local. So who knows? Watch your space. We definitely will. I promise you that. What about you, Percy? When you were sort of like, do you remember as a like a five year old? Do you remember your sort of dream job? Um, maybe not that young, but I suppose when I first got into rugby, as you do, you just want to be a pro. You know, whatever sport you do, you want to be a pro in that sport. So I guess that was the first dream I had, I suppose. And then from then, it was probably it was teaching. Like I said, that's probably the only yeah. Other jobs I, I've always thought of, and I would enjoy them, but never been a never been a dream like teaching was for me before. That was always the the huge like I really want to be a teacher. So yeah, um, still want to be a rugby player. That's still the goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I've got a solid four years in me. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> one World Cup, one line still. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm keen. I'm very, very keen. 
I am. Um, I did the same as you, Percy. I I went into university wanting to be a PE teacher. Yeah. But I think it was a bit of a, from my perspective, a bit naive, because I sort of I knew I wanted to work in sport, but I couldn't see the jobs there. So I went in thinking that that was possibly the only option. Yeah. Um, and then I fell upon the analysis module. Really enjoyed that, and it was sort of more ideal for me because I've always preferred sort of background rather than teaching coaching yeah um i think that was due to my confidence at the time i think if i went into teaching now i'll be a lot better at it um but yeah at the time i, I went in wanting to be PE teacher as well yeah um again like i say with the, with the degree if i had gone in to uni not wanting to be a teacher i actually really enjoyed the psychology side of my degree i did sports mm. science and my dissertation was on sports psychology and you know that could have led to um, being a sports psychologist for a, a professional sports team, so which would have sort of made that link between wanting to be a pro rugby player. I could have then gone on to be a psychologist in a rugby team, and that would have been quite cool. But I have, you know, I'm happy with where I am now. To be fair, no regrets as of yet. But that sports psychology that that's still a fairly achievable goal for you because yeah, no, it is. I, um, have, I have thought a lot about possibly doing either a part-time master's because obviously now I've got the house and the car and everything like that I can't really afford to you know go full-time education but I've definitely considered part-time master's and sort of taking my time with it and just doing it in my spare time yeah something I might yeah I might look for maybe when I'm 30 possibly yeah definitely yeah um so I reckon it's time for a drinks break You are listening to The Bicky Podcast. I hope you're enjoying this episode. If you haven't already, please send us some feedback to thebickypodcast at hotmail.com and even give, off, give us a follow on Instagram at thebickypodcast. But for now, back to this week's episode. Enjoy. That's it. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking hell! <laughs> it if 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 this were like a theatre show, like we just had the intermission and then we got bloody Grievo sprinting back because he's been nomming on popcorn for too long. <laughs> yeah, he's that guy in the cinema who's fucking walking through all the rows because the toilet. Oh, he's into the toilet. <laughs> pardon me. Uh, sorry. All right. I think, I think I've cracked it. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Welcome back to the Bicky Podcast, episode six, where we are talking about ourselves and giving our listeners a chance to get to know us more on a personal level. Um, anyone else want to want to kick off with a question that we all need to answer? Um, I think as, as a classic question, but I think it really sort of delves into the people we are. Um, if you're going to host a dinner party. Three guests, anyone dead or alive, who'd they be? Cool, good question. That. that is a very good question. <sighs> hey, Grievo, I've just got to say, remember your mic. It's on your, it's on your collar a little bit. Um, oh, bloody good question. Uh, 
it's just there's a lot of people to choose from with this, with this sort of question because I could easily pick just pick three of my favourite rugby players, but I'm not all about rugby. There are other celebrities that I do enjoy. Um, Percy, both me and you, both one man that we absolutely love, David Beckham. <laughs> but is he a man that you want at your dinner party? I, I, no, I don't think so because he's just thick as fuck, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, David, for listening. <laughs> he's, you know, he's achieved so much. You know, you know, owns and runs of a, a, a football club. He does all this for UNICEF. He still gets he still gets battered by this, <laughs> doesn't he? Just because he sounds a bit funny. <laughs> <laughs> he is a very beautiful man, though. Yeah. W- would you want if you're hosting? Would you want someone to take over you as the host? Though everyone would be just be sort of you know trying to get on him and all that. You you want to be the main the main star, don't you? It's your it's your party. Yeah, yeah, you are exactly right there. So we're gonna have to. Invite people not so attractive, really, aren't we? Yeah. Um, Johnny Vegas. It's <laughs> yeah. a strong shout. It'll be fucking funny, mine. Great shout. Um, I don't know what... Is, are there any stipulations or anything? Or is it just straight up anyone? Anyone you want. Anyone you want. Um, the meal has to last at least two hours, so you can't chuck, like, two people to hate each other in there. Yeah. Um... And that's pretty much it. On the <laughs> on the so on the on the footballer line, um, sort of few that I want to hear from Pele, uh, Maradona, um, George Best, or Gaza. I think they would all have stories. That's a very very wild house party. Yeah, you're yeah. going you're going down the lines of like. <laughs> You know, uh, I think I'd like to get George in there. Yeah, yeah. I think I can it, give a give a seat to George. Yeah. Um. I think <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna invite a female. Um, but I know George is a bit wild, so <laughs> the Queen, the Queen. Strong. I'm inviting the Queen. Strong. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I like the Queen. I think I said on a previous pod that I'm not not a royalist, but I, I like the idea of the royal family. Yeah. Um, I don't think they really need to do a lot. They just need to be there as a sort of symbol. Um, <laughs> Rodney's happy with that one. <laughs> Rodney, do, Rodney don't like the Queen. Um, and let me have it. Come back to me on my last one. All right. I think I, you know, my first seat's going to go to Dwayne Johnson. Oh, because I admire him a lot, um, and just the size of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm into my gym and fitness, and I so yeah, I think I'd, I'd be able to chat in with him and maybe get a sneaky little PT session there after after the day after the party. Surely, <laughs> surely Dwayne wouldn't have time to turn up for your dinner party. He he's... wouldn't know. He fucking does everything. That yeah, he's it's, not in the gym. He's doing about eight movies at one yeah. time. Yeah. He does quite different movies as well. It's quite, he's got quite a range. He has no range. No, he <laughs> does. <laughs> you being serious? No. no. <laughs> Didn't we do that film with like the Tooth Fairy? 
Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. <laughs> Absolute stinker. That was bad. Yeah, stick to beating people up, Twink. Oh, my God. Do enjoy Jumanji. What is that? Watch that earlier. I've never seen the, the new Jumanjis because I, I just rate the, the like the original. Well, obviously, Robin Williams is just, yeah, the, the, the dog's bollocks, isn't he, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, again, interesting guest that would be. He's in my... He's in my guest list. He is, is he? Yeah, yeah. I think my second seat is going to go Dreams High School. Nice. Just jokes, stories, lads, lads, lads. Yeah, but you know... Lads, lads. He hates being called lads, 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 but... You know he's going to try and arm wrestle The Rock. Uh, I think it'd be class to see. Yeah, true. I was about to say, who do you think is going to win? But easy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Haskell. The, yeah. the Rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so those, so those two are sort of gym sport. So I think I need to get someone in there who I just love to listen to. <laughs> no foul. You enjoying that, Chuck? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ridley's just come home and she's brought me a um, what is it? An Oreo cheesecake. Oreo cheesecake. In a in a little like plastic wine glass thing. Oh, um, special! It's it's bloody lovely. <laughs> Okay. Um, so yeah, my, I think my third guest is gonna go to Big Attenborough. Yeah, oh, just quality. just just to listen to him. You know, the party the party will start off with Hask and Rock coming in, banter, 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 jokes, 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 arm wrestle. Attenborough will chip in here and there because he's, he's probably got a good cut of jokes in him. But he'll just sit back and take it all in. You've had your meal and you're a bit full up, and he'll just chat, and you'll be just ready to listen to him because you're full up. A hundred percent. I don't think I can argue that. I think he's got my seat as well. Yeah, I can't argue that. I also have the big DA on my table. Mm. He's probably the most knowledgeable person alive. So it'd be rude not to have him. Yeah. He's actually got the same birthday as the Queen as well. Has he? So, so if which, I have the Queen... Then... birthday? Actual birthday or royal birthday? Oh, don't ask me that. I don't know. <laughs> One of the Queen's birthdays is the same as Daisy. <laughs> Do you know why the Queen has two birthdays? No. It's for, uh, monarchs who are born out of summer. Uh, they have two birthdays, so they can celebrate it in good weather. Oh, <laughs> Knowledge. 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 You that, bro? I <laughs> could be. <laughs> Who else do you have on your table? On your table? Um, yes, previously said it. Uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, I think um, as a comedian, he's one of the most respected people out there. Uh, as a bloke, he's he did he did so much for charity. He did so much sort of like good, and with struggling with mental health, I think talking to him about that and sort of really getting underneath his skin and. and yeah, like I think he said, um, basically, he, like his life goal was to make people happy, even though he wasn't happy himself. Making yeah. people happy was worth it for him, and I think that's amazing. So yeah, I'd love to have him on the table. And um, a non-celebrity, this one, um, my great grandma. I'd love to. I'd want her to be on the table. To be honest, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, she's probably like. One of the best people I've ever met. Um, what was her name? Her name was Heather. Heather. Um, and yeah, she 
when did she go? Um, 2015, I think. So about six years ago. 94, mind. Had a crappy Good innings. Good age. Great age. And yeah, it's just incredibly, like literally until the day she went, she knew everything about anyone. Like still as sharp as anything. And someone who I wish I probably spent more time with and probably still wish I could now. So I would love to have her on the table. Cracking that. Strong, strong tables there. Trevor, have we got a third? Yeah. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, George Best, Queen, Davia. Nice. So we've all got Davia. Yeah. Mm. Like you said, he is a cracking person to go on there, isn't he? Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to use that for our weekly plug of our email address that just doesn't get used. Bookie podcast at hotmail.com. Send in your uh, three dinner guests. It doesn't get used because you can't say it properly. Guido, what's your favourite Robin Williams film? I was going to say that. Oh, um, I love Jumanji. Huge yeah. fan of Jumanji. Something I've watched recently, um, but like for the first time, um, I had the name, it escapes me. <laughs> what is his? Oh, what's the film called? Uh, while, while you while you think, yeah. I can go with mine. Yeah. Goodwill Hunting. Oh, nice, great, film. very, very good. Film. Gets me in the films, in the feels. Mrs. Doubtfire for me. Oh yeah, just ridiculous acting. Like just, mm. he's just so energetic. He's all over the place. It's fucking yeah. Pat Adams. Ah, oh, okay. uh, yeah. Patch Adams, very, very good. I think the great great thing about Rob Williams is like he could do these deep, meaningful parts and play these amazing characters while still having humor with it. Yeah. Um, unlike The Rock, he has no <laughs> range. Um, <laughs> and yeah, certainly gone too soon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, who who are we? As outside of the podcast, outside of work, who are we? What do we do? What ticks our boxes? Not sexually. That's a different pod. Um, <laughs> non-sexually, what ticks our boxes? What do we do? Who are we? Let's go. Bloody hell, mate. Nice. <laughs> That's deep. That is very deep. Thank <laughs> you. Um, well, I, I don't I'd, mind I'd, I'd like to think I'm a family man, you know? Yeah, very much like being. Certainly, I think I've realised that over lockdown, not being able to see family. I think that they mean quite a bit to me. Um, and what else, Rick? Really? What did you do? What hobbies do you have? What? Um, I used to have rugby, uh, but that sort of. I I, I can't ex- I can't describe it as a career-ending injury, can I? Because I had no career. <laughs> but I hurt myself and probably can't play again. Um, but yeah, it's it's a weird one. I, I I don't think I'm I'm old enough to know who I am fully yet. Does that make sense? Interesting. I thought I went deep, but that's a deep answer. Yeah, that is deep. Yeah, I've not found why I'm here yet. I suppose. <laughs> okay. Philosophical. Yeah. <laughs> Percy just wanted to know, like, what foods we like and if we like playing FIFA in his spare time. Oh, right. 
Uh, <laughs> I like lasagna. <laughs> what's um? What's that sausage that you like? Spanish. Oh, uh, Trifa. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm here. Mm. I'm here to bring you know Spain and England together, yeah. merge them. Yeah. You. Me. <laughs> Honestly, if it wasn't for Pitbull having Mr. Worldwide, I think I'm next in line. Yeah, okay. I'm mad at the people. Me. How many times you've been to Spain, Grizo? Three times. Three times. Okay. Left my mark every time. <laughs> Sexually or unconfirmed. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, are you? God, that's hard. That is. Um, I probably. I like. I like the chill time. Um, and then equally, uh, me and me and Ridley had found have found uh, quite a lot of enjoyment of going up to the Lake District. Um, I like climbing the mountains. I like everything about what you get with the Lake District, like uh, your mountain biking, uh, your kayaking, all that sort of stuff. Um, and we recently bought a van, so our sort of like current short-term goal is to go away in our van together. Um, and um, and just just go on a go on a big adventure. What do you do um, outside of work? Outside of your scouting, any hobbies, interests? Yeah, uh, play a bit of side when I can. On um, yeah, when I can, uh, I like me FIFA. Um, I like food. I like cooking. Uh, we get our. Gusto meals, and um, I enjoy the cooking and everything. Got a little dog, enjoy taking him on walks and things. Yeah, I think that sums up me. I, I guess I'm quite simple, really. I don't I don't need too much. Ridley might disagree. Go on, Ridley. No, I think that's fair. A man of simple pleasures, I would sum you up as. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I questioned my existence and you said, I like food and cooking. It's what we like. We've all, we all got different interpretations of what we're asking, quite yeah, clearly. Like <laughs> <laughs> Who are you then, mate? What, I, what, um, what gets you ticking? Uh, a brick. Good. No. I, uh, I feel similar to you. I'm, I'm a bit of a family man. I do like the idea of, of seeing my family when I can, like being around people, don't really like my own sort of time too much. I'm getting more comfortable with it as, as time's gone on, but I'd rather be around people. Um, I want my own family eventually. That, that's certainly a goal of mine. Um, I play rugby. I do actually play. Um, haven't had a career-ending injury yet. Um, don't know why you're laughing, mate. I've actually never been injured, that's <laughs> word. I've- so yeah, it's a big. Um, yeah, I I team of tribe as well. Oh, I'm a mixture of the two of you. I reckon if you if you two were to have a baby, it would be me. <laughs> no, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. As the family man, I would take care of you, and I'd love you regardless. <laughs> and Chuck will take me on night holidays. He would. Yeah. I ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot. It is. 
<laughs> um, yeah, I didn't really mean for that to go so deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am wary of time now. So, any any final wrap up questions that you think people really want to know about us? Oh, um, um, do you have a most embarrassing memory? First thing springs to mind. Yeah. You're willing to share it? (laughs) (laughs) Most embarrassing memory for a reason. (laughs) Um, I probably can't share the most embarrassing one. Okay. There's certainly an embarrassing one. I mean, involves you and university, really. I mean, (laughs) might have repainted the fucking toilet floor. In, in the reception at the university after going to Southampton for a nice a nice away day with rugby. See, most floors aren't painted. This one was. So, <laughs> yeah, this was this was a nice cream floor before I started before I, before I started my work my my, mm. art, my artistry, and then it ended up being a nice bright red floor. So yes, not through blood. Red, no. Yes, because I went to Southampton. I went with the rugby team. Oh, bucks! We went to Southampton. Um, and the rules at university rugby team was um, to drink wine. Now, the rules were one bottle of wine for each hand. I thought I was bigger than the rules, so I got three bottles of wine. Uh, I think I necked the first one, then quite fast-paced drank the second one. Supposed to be sipping it, but sipped more often than I needed to. And then the last one as well. Um, I had fun, did a bit of Fresher Factor, which was X Factor for Freshers. Uh, and then as soon as we got back to Marjon, uh, the fresh air hit me. And fucking hell, I just died, basically. Went to the toilet, sick everywhere, because I'd been drinking rosé wine, so that's why it was red. Painted the floor red, had a panic attack. I had to get lifted off the toilet when we fucking trousers down by my ankles, <laughs> me little little pecker out. Got in the ambulance, calmed down, thought I'd come out again. Fresh air hit me again, I had another panic attack, and then they just took me in. God. Yeah. What a night. Mm. And that's mm. not the only time I've been taken in by ambulance. <laughs> For drunk reasons. It's happened three times now, I think. Cool. Many times I've been to Spain. <laughs> it's like taxi, I mean, I'm not stupid. Oh, yeah, good idea. <laughs> I'm struggling to think of some embarrassing moments. One thing that I never enjoyed really was was public singing. We had to do it twice when I was at school. Um, and one time I sang um, James Blunt 1973, I think. Oh, Bordeaux. You'll know the one, Percy. You love yeah, James Blunt. I love James Blunt, mate. Um, and then first time, it was Razorlight, Trouble in America. And, well, I'm, I'm quite out of tune. So that was that was very embarrassing for me. But I did get a B plus. <laughs> nice. And you boys have seen me sang, sing as well. Um, you, Lucas's, Lucas's song. <laughs> what are you pissing yourself? You weren't even there. <laughs> You bloody choking. You're right. <laughs> She's gone. Um, treat, treat me like a rose or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. That's the song. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Sorry? You still sing that song to this day. I Yeah, I sang it the other day. It pops up every now and then on, it, on the it, PS5 chat. Give it, it give it a snippet. You want, you want to hear it now? Yeah. <clears throat> you treat me like a rose. <laughs> give me room to grow. <laughs> Shine the light, love on me. <laughs> Give me space so I can breathe. Open doors are close. <laughs> In a world where anything goes. <laughs> That's all I remember. That yeah. was bloody good going, that. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Well, that was a song we, we sang, uh, who was going to be our special guest on the wedding pod, uh, Lucas Ems. We sang that for his uh, anniversary of his with his partner at university. Um, we, we made them a three-course meal. Um, in halls, and if you've listened to the University Memories pod, you'll know how disgusting our halls was. So that would have been a nice experience for Sophie. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yes, so embarrassing moment for Brevo then. I want the one you've just done. Yeah, because I want sound like a rose on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, again, like Chug, I, I don't have many embarrassing moments. But I think they should be embarrassing for most people, but I, I rarely get embarrassed, I suppose. But on my one on my twentieth birthday, I went to a karaoke bar, um, Mousetrap in Plymouth, or what used to be Mousetrap. And um if you went and go off and do karaoke, they give you a shot. And that was my birthday, I, I did it quite a lot. And there was a cage which you could stand in, <laughs> which they encouraged you to stand in and sing. And I was in said cage singing Like a Virgin by Madonna. Um, and some bloke heckled me. By, and he said, no wonder you're a virgin, mate. Got up and left. <laughs> so that was a good moment in my life. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that's hard. I, I think I've got a video of that, maybe. Um, yeah. Somewhere. So Potential. Nice. Now you mentioned it, maybe when those socials reopen again, get get started, could be up there. I'll recreate if you need to. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, take I the pod back to Mousetrap, get in that cage. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I need to get the socials going. That's the goal for this week is Instagram. Um, okay. So watch this space, mm. uh, listeners. If you made it this far, I don't really know what you've learned about us, but I've had fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you'll learn more as we go on. Um, yeah, I mean, it was nice to do that sort of as a separate episode, but there is loads that you you can know about anyone really. So we will just dip things in here and there as we're going along. Um, what's the? It's currently a lovely family portrait of Chug right now. You've got Ed, another cat. Oh yeah, <laughs> Chuck in the middle, Rodney's little Ed, and Ella's shoulder. This is this is beautiful. There she is. Probably the best shoulder I've ever seen in my life. So one of the best is up there. Always. You got any questions <laughs> for the boys? Oh, that's Good very much pressure. Putting you under pressure. Um, if you had to teach a subject, what subject would it be? Sex ed. Move right, on. right. Let's rule out PE. Not PE. Oh. What would it be? 
Ooh. Um, maths. Maths. That's all. I've always been strong at maths. Yeah. Geography. Why geography, Ruvo? Because I miss the worldwide and I've been to places. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the world. I've seen the world. I've seen the world. I know. I'm, I'm, I know flags, and that's in geography, isn't it? I like flags too. Yeah, I yeah. can't do flags. Well, no. about you, Wednesday's third period. I used to like history at um, early years of secondary school. Yeah, I, li- I like my history, so I'll probably go for a history teacher. I can see you as a cool history teacher. Oh, you going cool history teacher? Thanks. Yeah, mate. yeah definitely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Jacket, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Throw a Volvo as well. He, lo- he oh, loves Volvo. I love a Volvo. Every <laughs> <laughs> time we go past Volvos, hmm. he's like, oh, that's a nice Volvo. I do love a Volvo. <laughs> no. He's not allowed a Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a way to end. Chug loves a Volvo. That's all you need to know. If you take anything from this episode, Chug loves a Volvo. I like a Volvo. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening again. Um, thank you, boys, for joining me. No worries. Thank you. Next week, um, I don't. We probably won't get the wedding one done. So I, I'm going to call it now. I'm going to go with school memories. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was one of our ideas. So yes, we'll get school memories. I might try and get a special uh, friend on for that. Get get a bit another perspective again because uh, yeah because we've done obviously our friend Mr Brooks I missed out on, on on the cooking one and that was a really good one so I would like to yeah. get him back on because he he, has, he is quite an intriguing guest so yes <laughs> um see you all in a week's time bye 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 bye.